here we go. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Gory Hole Podcast. I'm Jenny. I'm Nikki. And we have a very special episode this week for you. Um, we have our first guest. And um, our first guest is uh, someone I mentioned on an earlier episode, and some of you probably already know who it is. Uh, we had an awesome conversation with Ricky666 from TikTok, the guy who remove, re- reviews horror movies and documentaries. Um, he is also in the UK, so we did have to pre-record our conversation, but he was just delightful. He was super delightful. Um, awesome to talk to. Yes, absolutely. He was lovely, kind, fascinating. I can't say enough nice things. Um, he just recently hit 200,000 followers on TikTok. Um, Holler. Where he, yeah, right? It's so amazing. Like, what a milestone for him. <laughs> I didn't hear what you said at first. I was like, huh? <laughs> um, and he has a YouTube channel coming out soon, and he has merch coming out soon. So be sure to go follow him on TikTok to get updates on that. And we're going to go ahead and play the conversation that we had with Ricky. And I hope you guys enjoy it. Here it is. I'm Jenny. Nikki's here, too. Hi, Ricky. Hi. Nice to meet you. You, too. I'm so excited you're here. Welcome yeah, me, to, too. I'm welcome so to the glory hole. As well. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be nervous. We're nervous, too. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> so it's Jenny and Nikki. Yes. yes. Nikki. Jenny and Nikki. Yes. So I'm Ricky. Yeah, tell us about yourself. Oh, um, so my name's, I'm Ricky. I I like horror movies. (laughs) Um, I'm 36 and I live in Brighton, England, uh, down on, it's basically the south coast of England, as far south as you can go. Um, um, It's a pretty cool uh, place to live. It's probably one of the best places in the whole of the country to live, to be fair. Awesome. Um, It's a very... It's a very liberal city. It's a very open-minded city. I love that. Um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, we we have one of the we have well we have the Europe's biggest Pride festival has oh, just finished in our city, which has been really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm a <clears throat> I'm a writer. Um, oh, I'm currently in my third year of university doing um, a, a BA in creative writing. Um, and I'm going to go on to do my master's in film production because, um, I want to make films. Amazing. That's so cool. Mm. What kind of writing do you do? Um, everything really. I'm so, I'm, I'm a musician at heart, really. I, I, I first realized that I had a way with words, um, when writing music and writing lyrics for songs. Um, and just as I grew up, I, I learned uh, that I really enjoyed writing in a longer format. So I started writing poetry, and then poetry turned into short stories, and uh, that turned into novel writing. And um, going through university has led me to um, kind of realize what I actually want to do with my life, and that is write scripts and make films. So cool. Oh, that's awesome. What kind of movies are yeah. you hoping to make? Horror movies? or? Yeah, I think, I mean, at the start, I, it will be horror movies for sure. Um, I'm interested in sort of um, psychoanalyzing, um, you know, society and um, just our, our emotions as humans and um, manifesting our inner 
kind of emotions and experiences as some kind of horrific entity in real life oh. movies like hereditary um yeah. and jordan pills um you know get out and, yeah. and, and and stuff like that um yeah so it will be horror um i have to i'm i'm making a a 10 minute horror movie for my dissertation um this year so awesome. um That's very so cool. cool um will you have that on your social media and stuff or yes okay so yeah I will promote be it documenting the whole thing through my tiktok oh, plus great. the youtube um as well as i mean when the film is done um the plan is to present it to all of the followers that are sat there. Um, it's kind of one of the reasons why I started doing what I do was because I wanted to build a audience. So when I had something written, when I have something finished, there's already, you know, a, a good number of people there that I can be like, here's this thing that I've done. Genius. What do you think? That's awesome. Yeah, oh that's my God. really cool. And your TikTok went pretty viral in like, February, right? Yeah, so I've had the TikTok for my TikTok page I've had for about two two years and I would mainly just post music. If you scroll all the way back mm-hmm. to like the beginning of my TikTok, you'll see loads of music. Um which I just didn't I haven't bothered taking down because, you know, it's just I, I guess it's a part of my journey. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and I started um, talking about writing. I started talking about books, and um, I made a video talking about my favorite horror movies um, because I love horror movies. It's, it's my favorite genre of, of film, and it went really well, so I kind of just stuck with it, and then it just kind of evolved into what it is now, and it's I'm, I'm, I'm mind-blown daily at the, the kind of level where i've gotten at this point so quickly as well um and it's kind of focused my personal life like like i mentioned before without this process i don't think i would have come to the realization of fine i'm a writer but what do i want to write and it's kind of reignited my love with the horror genre and um really made me realize that i do want to write and make horror movies Awesome. That's so cool. Um, have you liked horror movies your whole life? Did you like them as a kid, or did you discover them when you were older? Or? So uh, it's, it's interesting. It's funny. As a kid, I was terrified of everything. <laughs> um, I was never allowed to watch horror movies. Um, I come from a, a, like quite a big family. I have 11 brothers and sisters. Oh, wow. And yes, a, a, a lot. Um, so... I, we were never really allowed to watch horror films as as kids. I remember um, Nickelodeon used to have a TV show called Are You Afraid oh, of the Dark? Yes. Oh, yes. We loved we that loved show that. growing up. Right. So when I was a kid, um, I was never really allowed to stay up to watch it. But I would always protest and be like, let me watch it, please let me stay up. And on the occasions where they did let me stay up and watch it, I absolutely regretted it and went to bed directly afterwards <laughs> shitting myself, right? And I guess that that was kind of my introduction to horror. I realized at a very, very young age that I liked being afraid, and I, I didn't really know why I liked being afraid until I was much older. But um, I've always been 
drawn towards um, the scarier side of art, I guess. Um, I'm like that too. When I, I was, you know, like we were only really allowed to watch horror films on Halloween, and mm. we would go to the video shop um, to pick out two horror films, one for the younger kids and one for the older kids. And um, yeah, that was really the only time I was allowed to watch horror movies. I was always wanting to watch The Exorcist before I <laughs> even really knew what it was you know yeah. you go to school and people talk about this film the exorcist and i was like i just wanted to watch it and i wasn't allowed to watch it until i was 14 i think mm-hmm. and uh yeah terrified me absolutely <laughs> terrified me. and it still terrifies me i mean it's my i i think i think it's the best movie ever made on like truthfully. so is that like your um, favorite horror movie is the exorcist sorry what was that was is the exorcist do you think is your favorite horror movie the Exorcist is my favorite movie, period. Wow, uh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 hand on my heart, truly believe it's the greatest piece of film ever, wow. ever made. Um, and, not, and I don't just, I don't say that just as a horror fan, I say that as a, a film person. Um, I love film, it's not just horror, horror movies is my go-to, but I love film. Um, our lives in my household, revolves around film my wife is she has a master's in in film theory oh great um so we talk about film all the time um but so the exorcist yeah i think from a technical point what it what it did um and what it continues to do is is astonishing it's a very academic film i think as well um as well as being just really scary you're making me want to rewatch it. I, I know, I might it. need to rewatch it. <laughs> it's been a minute I'll since I've it. seen it. I mean, I, I kid you not, I have seen that film over a hundred times, easily. Oh. <laughs> um, I watched it, I mean, I think I've watched it twice this year already. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I've, I've studied it, um, I've wrote um, essays and case studies on it. It's just, I'm obsessed with that film. Awesome. Um, I saw you've been kind of on a documentary kick lately too right yeah so documentaries uh, are a, a way there are different kinds of scared i think you know we have mm-hmm. different types of horror so you have the the horror for entertainment's sake which is you, you, films like you know the exorcist just horror films in general right. documentaries are different they scare you in a, in a in a completely different way and i feel like you need to be in a certain frame of mind to absorb that that type of um entertainment right um and documentaries just they scare me in a way that no horror film can um and i go through cycles where i can watch loads and loads of these documentaries over and over again and then i go through cycles where like i can't see another person get hurt i can't see another person go through that but yeah documentary i I, I love a good messed up documentary for sure (laughs) yeah we do too um, so do you mo- when it comes to documentaries, are, do you kind of go more towards like the true crime documentaries or are there particular ones that you like? I, I do. I like true crime documentaries. Um, yeah, we do too. I like docu- I'm, I'm a big fan of documentaries about cults. Oh, yeah. Oh, those are my favorite. Anytime there's a new yeah. cult documentary yep. on Netflix, I'm a happy girl. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, I, was, I was talking to um, somebody recently about cult documentaries and there's just there's something about them that are just so much 
more scarier than any other type of documentary. Um, oh, what have you seen? The Wild Wild Country on Netflix. Yes. Oh my God. Have you seen that one? I don't think I've seen it yet. I'll have to watch it. Very. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. Well, there's another Netflix one called Eat. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it's called. It's about. Is it the Mormons? Eat sweet. No. Oh. Um. Stay. I know the one you're talking about. Pray sweet obey. Sweet, yes. Sweet obey. That's what it's called. Yeah. That, um, that one is, is really, really, really messed up. Yeah. Um, there was another one on But also, I like a documentary that is you pull on a thread and you kind of, you don't know where it's going to go, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a documentary called Tickled. Um, oh, I saw and your it's review about of this, that on. this guy who um, stumbles a, a bu- across a bunch of um, videos on YouTube of guys tickling guys, right? Uh-huh. And he figures out that it's this kind of fetish. Um, so he, he investigates further into the people that make these videos. And it just like, I won't ruin it for you, but it goes places you never expect it to go. And a documentary about people who like being tickled, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to check that out. Yeah. We'll I got a lot of good one. recommendations from your page and they're on my list. I need to sit and watch um so like you mentioned it, you're a musician a uh, what instruments do you, do you play instruments then and I, I haven't seen your musician stuff yet yeah so um f- first and foremost i, I play guitar and okay. um i i guess i'm a singer songwriter I, I i sing songs that i write um but i record at home i have like a, a mini kind of home studio that i've built into my bedroom um i play piano play drums um just a bit of everything not everything very well i can play (laughs) things much better than i can play other things um but yeah i I give i give it a go awesome i'll have to go back and look at your music tiktoks what kind of music do you like listening to oh um everything really i mean i'm I, i lean more towards the heavier side of music um, I'm a big, big, one of my favorite bands of all time is Slipknot. Oh, oh yeah. good. Okay. I was, yeah. I, most horror bands, I feel like, are usually metalheads, so I was kind of curious right. what you liked. Yeah. Big, big, big metal fan. Uh, like, uh, so I grew up sort of like the end of the 90s and the mid noughties so bands like Korn, um, mm. Limp Bizkit, Deftones, yeah. you know, that was kind of my youth. Yeah, um, that was ours not, too. We're not about the same age. Death Tones and System of a Down are all the kind of bands oh, that I still kind of listen to. Yeah. But um, I kind of like, I like big or, or, or orchestral music. Um, I'm a huge Elvis Presley fan. Awesome. Um, yeah, like massive. I was brought up on Elvis. My dad was an Elvis impersonator. So oh, really? I kind of, yeah, so I kind of um, Interesting. had no choice with that one. <laughs> was ingrained into you. You had, yeah, you had no choice. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Um, one second, sorry. Uh, so what is the, I guess, what's the most recent horror movie you've watched? Um, I watched a film last night called Bones and All okay. with uh, Timothy Sh- Chalamet. I can never say Ooh, his name. Chalamet, yeah. Yeah, um, really, really good, actually. Um, I rarely give a movie 10 out of 10, but I would go as far. It's I think it's one of the best 
modern horror movies uh, to have come out in, in the past sort of five years. Okay, um, I was about to ask you if there was a newer it, one or an older one. Yeah, it came out last year. Okay. And it's about, I, I guess it's a coming of age story. And this it's more a romance drama with horror elements. Oh, okay. Um, it's about these two um, kind of 18-year-olds who are trying to travel across the country to meet one of their parents who they had never met before. But they're both cannibals, but not oh. like, um, I don't know how to explain it. They're not cannibals in the way that they've just decided to be cannibals. It's they were born that way. They have to eat human meat to be happy and survive. Um and like they kind of they fall in love with each other along the way, and it's a really beautiful film. Um, it will make you cry. It will gross you out. It's uh, it's it's stunning. It's a I love it. Awesome. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, definitely. That sounds crazy. I'm. Um, do you know what streaming service that one is on by chance? Is it on? So I watched that on. It's it was free actually on Amazon Prime. Okay. Oh, cool. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's where so I've been finding what a lot about yourself? Lately, so I assume that you're, you're, you're both into horror movies? Yes, yes, definitely. What would you say your favorite horror movies are? Oh, God. Well, we do have a little bit of different tastes when it comes to the horror movies. I absolutely am obsessed with the cheesy 80s slashers. Those are yep. my absolute favorite. I love Friday the 13th. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. And I love watching the old ones from the 80s. Um, I watched actually a couple last night. I watched The Blob from 1988, which was fun to watch. And nice. I watched The Fog last night, and that one's really good, too. Um, I love the I 80s. I haven't seen The Fog. I, I've seen The Blob, but I haven't seen The Fog. The Fog's good. It's really good. I would recommend it. I, I think it's a, from the 80s, too. It's, nice. it's interesting. I'll check that one out. Yeah. And I, I tend to like the more psychological horror um, like you've mentioned a few of my favorites. The Jordan Peele movies are great. Um, I think the first horror movie that really, really screwed me up was um, Hostel. Do you remember Hostel, oh, yeah. like early 2000s? Mm -hmm. that, that was one that really, like I had to sleep with the lights on for a few days. And that, that was, that's what I like. I, like you said, I really like to be scared. I don't know what that says about us as human beings. <laughs> That we yeah. we enjoy being scared. I read somewhere that it's something about, like I grew up with a lot of trauma in my life. I mean, who didn't really? I guess, um, but that something about being scared is comfortable to me. <laughs> so, so I sure. I enjoy those really heavy psychological um, horror movies a lot. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think of a recent one. I. I haven't really seen a recent new one that I really, really liked. So I'm going to check out some of the ones you suggested. Yeah, for sure. I mean, one of, one of my favorite horror movies of all time is a British horror movie called um, St. Maud. So if you're looking for something new that is very, very good, I'd okay. recommend St. Maud. Okay. But it's interesting what you said about um, living with or trauma or growing up with trauma and yeah. why we are drawn to horror movies it's a question that is asked of me many many times why do i like horror mm -hmm. uh, you know um and i mentioned before when i was a kid i realized that i liked being afraid yeah um i had a very turbulent childhood and a very turbulent um 
uh, youth in general, um, I you know struggled with addiction throughout my life, um, and horror movies have always been a thing that I return to. It's and it sounds strange to people when you say that The Exorcist can be a comfort movie, um, and for me, I think the answer to that question is. When I'm afraid, I feel alive. Yes. When I'm afraid, I feel present in yes. the moment. I am nothing else around me really matters. You, you, you're, you feel human. Mm-hmm. Being afraid is a very human emotion to yes. feel, and sometimes we forget that we are human, and sometimes we forget that we can and are capable of feeling certain emotions. Um, so for me, horror movies remind me that I'm human without sounding too artsy about it. No, I 100% understand what you're saying. I I share that feeling. And that's the same reason I like heavy metal music for those same reasons, like like that you just explained. And we like a lot of the same bands. And I think being... (laughs) If I'm listening to super loud screaming in my ears, I can't think of anything else. So it's comforting to have that and I've always been that way and that for the same reason heavy loud music that makes me feel something is the same reason I love super scary movies sure it's interesting that you mentioned that as well because I, I was watching a video this morning about heavy metal music being good for you mentally and it's one of the oh, best genres of music to help people through rough times yeah and it also helps you concentrate more than other forms of music as well oh, that's very interesting that's awesome that is interesting mm. <laughs> i always thought my teachers were always telling me it was classical that would help me oh, concentrate yeah. but <laughs> yeah <laughs> put on my metal and i'm like yeah it's even better um, do you have um well first of all this has been awesome ricky and You've been really awesome to talk to, and I'm glad we were able to hook up like this. Um, would you like, yeah, we want to give you some space to pimp what you're working on, like your YouTube channel. Your, I know you've got some merch coming out, your TikTok. Um, tell us tell us what you're working sure. on. Sure. Um, so at the moment, we're just trying to build the brand, I guess. Um, the YouTube channel is live. People can um, go and subscribe now and the YouTube what I can't remember what it is it's just Ricky666 so the YouTube is just my name Ricky666 okay. um, a video will be live by the the end of this month I think because um, we have one filmed and it's all ready to go um, we have been very lucky in the way that somebody has made the intro for the YouTube channel, so we were waiting on that. Also, been very lucky that one of my followers, um, a really nice guy, has designed um, three sets of T-shirts as well. So um, yeah. we'll have merchandise coming out very, very soon as well. Um, we are on Instagram as well. Again, it's just Ricky six six six. But yeah, we're just trying to build the brand at the moment. Um, there's been many cool opportunities have come from TikTok, which is, like I said, really, really mind-blowing. Um, we are, I mean, I've been invited to so many 
movie premieres. Um, awesome. I'm very excited to go to the the Exorcist uh, Believer premiere um, in October. Um, I've been invited to um, Fright Fest at the end of this month, um, which is, I guess it's the, it's like the Horrors Can oh, nice. Film Festival equivalent. Okay. Um, so just building the brand really um we want to make the youtube successful because you know that's where the money's at really right. <laughs> um, right. um you can monetize um you can monetize tiktok but it's nowhere near as lucrative as youtube um i want it to be my job i want it to be my career i love doing it i love talking about horror movies um you know and i'm a, a full-time dad i'm a full-time student and you know you have to try and make money somewhere and um i think youtube is the way to go so we will be pushing a lot of content onto youtube awesome we'll we'll check it out and all of our we don't have a ton of listeners yet but we're growing (laughs) Um, we don't have nearly the followers that you do but um i checked your tiktok today you are about to break two hundred thousand. you're getting so close I know so it's, um, it's it's honestly it's wild like I never ever believed that this is what would uh, kind of make me feel successful you know mm-hmm. um, and yeah I don't know I mean successful isn't the right word I guess to use it I never expected to, to, to succeed in something like this so it's all very new to me yeah um, another thing that I really like doing with the channel is I've really enjoyed helping out um, local, small local businesses um, and other content creators in the horror community. Um, I feel that we're only successful on TikTok because the algorithm has favored us over somebody else, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there are other content creators out there that put out way more content than I do, and it's of, of a higher quality than, than mine as well. And I look at it, and I watch it, and I'm like, why do these people not have more followers? So I I started to do a, a monthly kind of call out to certain <clears throat> creators in the horror community to try and get them some more recognition. That's awesome. And that's something that I never would have been able to do without being as lucky as I have been with the amount of followers that I've been lucky to have um, gotten. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just I want to do something decent with it. I don't want to just sit on it and and not kind of humble myself, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Ricky, I have a question for you. Could you be any nicer? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you could uh, be I, I'm any very nicer. Ter- I'm very bad at... Uh, <laughs> praise take uh, receiving praise well you're great you're great i don't know i just like that there's not enough people doing nice things online yeah you're right Uh, social media is a shitstorm oh my gosh yeah that's um and you know sometimes it only takes one person to make your day um turn from a pile of shit to something decent for sure um we got this one guy from 69 followers to 1,000 followers awesome. in, like, a few days. And he was the guy who ended up making the shirts for us. Oh, great. Oh, good. It all comes back. Yeah. 
Right, exactly. So you think your shirts are going to yeah. be available here pretty soon? Because we're definitely going to want shirts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're just we're looking. It's just all like the boring stuff in the background. Um, yeah. you, you need money to be able to sell stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's just like you know trying to hustle to kind of get the correct funds for that. Right. Um, but as soon as we figure it out, it's gonna it's gonna we'll, we'll ship all over the world wherever anybody Yay. wants one. Awesome. Um, we're going to make it available for the USA because most, uh, almost half of the people that follow me come from over your way. Oh, really? So, okay. Mm, Great. Mm, a big, big following from America. Nice. Good. All right. Well, we'll be yeah, I think, I think I've, we've, we've answer, answered, we've asked all the questions <laughs> we had here. Uh, it's been cool. awesome talking to you. I didn't talk about myself too much today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wanted you to. Yes, that's the whole point. Right. You did great. Okay. I, always, I always worry that I'm, like, just rambling on. No, oh, it was great. great. Um, we would definitely encourage all of our listeners to go follow you on TikTok. It's Ricky666, and it's spelled out, right? S-I-X, not like numbers. Uh, yes, so S-I-X, S-I-X, S-I-X. Yeah, okay, yes. yes. Yeah. Go follow him on TikTok. Yeah. Go subscribe to the YouTube. Um, and buy yeah. all the merch when it comes out. Yes, we're going to buy all the merch too when it comes yep, out. Yep. We are excited oh, yeah, about it. And if we get, ever, I've never been, merch. yeah, <laughs> I've never been to your part of the world. But if I ever get over there. Where are there, you from? What part of America are you guys We're from? right in the middle. We're in Kansas City. Um, so it's, right, we kind of okay. ride the border of Kansas and Missouri right in the middle of the country. Yep. So, right okay that's that's basically the i love america i've never been i have a i have a brother who lives in atlanta oh, okay okay i've never been to america but i would i'm i love the idea of going to like california new oh, york yeah. i, mean, oh, like I love the idea of does. going to where you but live but also i'm really interested in sort of like the middle of nowhere america oh you yeah know? well mm-hmm. we're, we're close um, to that yeah we're very close like we're at kansas city's a big city but you drive an hour in any direction, and it's just cornfields and nothing. Yeah. Nice. See, to me. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. me, that sounds a very like haunted air, area. Oh yeah, there's a lot of Missouri haunted, too. For sure, there's a ton of haunted, uh, like known haunted places that haunted you roads and yep, uh, all sorts of that stuff. That sounds in so Middle cool. Missouri. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff as well. For sure. When I'm not watching horror movies, you'll often find me just on YouTube watching ghost videos oh, and yeah. all, all, that, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Maybe one day I'll come over and visit that part yeah. of the country. Yeah. Yes. If we're I'd, ever like, I'd like to come your way. Yes. Honestly. We would love oh, to yeah, meet you sure. one day. Oh, yeah, for sure. When you talk about haunted, man, this country is so fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> like, England is so old. Yeah. And literally a... across the road from me is an alleged haunted manor. Cool. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for giving us 30 minutes of your time. This was great. No problem. Yeah, uh, really I appreciate, appreciate, appreciate it. And um, it's been fun. Yeah. Let's stay in touch on, on socials and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. And, you know, I'll spread the word of the uh, gory hole. Yeah. I've been telling people... <laughs> the, the, the wrong title by accident. Uh, <laughs> that kind of keeps happening. I think we made a mistake yeah. with the name because a lot of people okay, are I telling to us that. I podcast and um, they work out of a studio called um, 
Glory Hole Studios. Okay. Uh, it's just a, it's a thing, and I don't know, my, my brain is a bit silly sometimes. A lot of <laughs> people anyway, have the I'll spread the, the problem, word so. of, of the Glory Hole. Yeah, thank you for visiting the Glory Hole. Yes, we appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> awesome, thanks, Ricky. No problem. Bye. Bye, Ricky, Bye. thank you. Cheers. Bye. All right, hope you enjoyed that conversation we had with Ricky. He was awesome. It was super fun to talk about how he got involved in all things horror and some of the things he likes, and it was really interesting. Hope you found it as cool as we did. I really thought he was a fascinating guy. He was. Just charming yeah. and kind and yeah. just, he was great to listen to. His voice is very soothing, it too. Is. I could yes. have, almost would love to have him just read me horror stories at oh. night. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he does, I just saw a recent TikTok of his where it talked about horror novels. Oh, yes. I haven't watched novels. that one yet, but I saw it. I think I yeah, saved it because I want to go back and uh, listen to it because I love horror novels. He too. has some recommendations. And so I would love to sit and listen to him read me a horror novel. Yeah, absolutely. Ricky, I, do that on TikTok, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, thank you so much, Ricky, for coming on. It yes, was amazing. Thank you. We hope to talk to you again in the future. Um, okay, so today is my day for a surprise topic. I'm excited. For Jenny and you all. I have no idea what it is. So I picked a topic that I think aligns really well with the conversation we had with Ricky. And since Ricky's favorite movie of all time is The Exorcist, <gasps> I chose Possession as the surprise topic. No shit. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Oh, so I'm so excited. We're going to talk about Possession today. So first off... Well, okay, we're going to start with just overall description of what possession is and kind of how it's dealt with, the history behind it. And then then I'm going to go into, so I didn't know this, The Exorcist is based on, it's loosely based on a true story. Yeah, I think I knew that. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of talk about the story, how it became the movie, like um, the true story behind the movie. Oh, so we're going to talk excited. about that. Yeah. <laughs> and I really want to rewatch The Exorcist. It's been I know, years. I meant to. After yeah. we talk to him so yeah, that we can too. talk about it a little more, and I, you know, work, life, life. Yeah. stupid life, yeah. adulting. <laughs> okay. So possession, I got uh, most of this first chunk off of Wikipedia. It actually had a lot of good info. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the kind of just the basic definition, it's defined differently across different cultures and things, but the overall general um, definition is it's an unusual or altered state of consciousness and associated behaviors which are supposedly caused by the control of a body of a human body by spirits, ghosts, demons, or gods. Mm. Beliefs and treatments vary quite a bit across different religions and cultures. Um, let's see. Possession is not recognized by the medical and psychiatric communities. So usually if somebody is claiming to be possessed or, you know, someone else says my sister is possessed, Usually they are given a diagnosis like psychosis, catatonia, mania, Tourette syndrome, epilepsy, schizophrenia, or dissociative identity disorder, a.k.a. personal, wait, multiple personality disorder. Right. It's now yeah. called DID. So symptoms can be similar. So alleged demonic possessions can be related to trauma. M there, it's actually been studied. A lot of people who've been through a lot of trauma, they're more likely to have a, a demonic possession encounter, whatever you want to call it. Um, many documented possessions, I mean, there's a ton of them. There's, there's many, many, many documented possessions from way back in the 16th century all the way up until the current day. 
So there are, just like I talked about when we did Aliens, I feel like mm-hmm. when there's enough smoke, there's got to be some fire somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so these are well-documented cases. In, in cases with, like, tens of um, witnesses, like 35 people will mm-hmm. be involved and see, the, you know, like, so it's, it's really interesting. So, so cool. yeah, there's a lot of documentation, a lot of actual scientific studies that have been on that have been done on it. Um, so it's really interesting. There's a whole wormhole on the internet. Oh wow. So okay, I'm gonna get to where I'm gonna tell you about the kind of the true life story behind the Exorcist. It is a Yahoo News article, which let's be real, Yahoo is kind of a garbage <laughs> news, but it had a really good kind of story behind this. So I, I do not know how true this is, but I'm going to read through it. Um, and fun fact, the exorcist turned 50 in June this year. Oh, really? It's 50 years old. That's yeah. crazy. So this article was that. written 10 years ago. And at that point they were celebrating the 40th anniversary of the movie. So they talk about, let's see. Oh, hang on. I lost my spot here. There we go. Okay, so the movie was actually based on a book that was written in 1971. The movie came out in 73. So the book was um, written by, it was called The Exorcist, so same name, written by (laughs) (laughs) William Peter Blatty. Um, So it was documenting and talking about the exorcism case of a person named Roland Doe. It's a fake name. It's a pseudonym given to the victim. Mm -hmm. Um, The Catholic Church gave them this pseudonym. Um, Most of the details surrounding this person's alleged possession and the exorcism come from a diary kept by the attending priest. So there was a priest there that kind of was head of the exorcism Uh activity and kept a diary and like listed out things. So, yeah. Um, And there's also a bunch of newspaper reports from that time. Um, There were a lot of anonymous sources, but also a lot of sources from, you know, directly from this person's family, their pastor, a lot of people in their church that were involved with the exorcism. Um, There's also another book written about this case from a different author named Thomas B. Allen. And this book was titled Possession... No, I'm sorry. It was titled Possessed, The True Story of an Exorcism. This one was published in 93. So this one was based on two sources, that person's diary and testimony of another father who was one of the last surviving eyewitnesses of the events in the um, exorcisms. Oh, my gosh. Super exciting. Yeah. (laughs) So this person, again, fake name, Roland Doe, was born in 1936 and they were a really religious family. They lived in Maryland. Roland was an only child, was particularly close with an aunt. They named Aunt Harriet for the story. This aunt of his was a spiritualist who played with Ouija boards. Oh. So Aunt Harriet introduced Roland to the Ouija board when <laughs> he was, I think this was a, I think it was a boy. Yeah, it says, it says the boy. So okay. in the movie, it's, obviously a a girl this Mm -hmm. is a boy um so roland was introduced to the ouija board when he was 13 and the aunt died so then the boy started trying to contact aunt harriet through the ouija board so then okay that's kind of crazy i want to just throw in a weird little thing um 
I guess I never, that kind of almost explains what I remember like as a kid parent, oh, so many parents would be like, no Ouija boards in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, I was, was like, it's just a game. Yeah. I had one when I was a kid. I think we had one it too. It was a freaking Parker Brothers game. Yeah. Like you could go buy it at Toys R Us. Right. <laughs> and I used to play with it with my friends. But and I remember playing with them too. Yeah. And I, okay, I guess I didn't really yeah. know the reasoning I mean, behind it. I was I, just like, why? What's so wrong? Yeah, with I listened to another horror podcast called Scared to Death, and there's they always talk about people f- fucked up stuff happening after they mess with Ouija boards. So weird. I know. <laughs> it's I don't like know. It's cardboard. <laughs> I know. I don't know why it's it's such a like it's such a way. There's again, there's a lot of tales about that so that so crazy i feel like one of them has to be true you know <laughs> so yeah wow. ouija boards are creepy evil cardboard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and plastic planchette the little thing you push yeah. around yeah just yeah okay so yeah so the alleged possession roland's alleged possession came about in uh 1949 this was shortly after aunt harriet's death so this is after he started, you know, playing with the Ouija board, trying to contact Aunt Harriet. It sounds like Aunt Harriet was like his person, his, you know, caregiver. And mm-hmm. um, so strange noises started to occur in the Doe house, including squeaky and marching feet, <gasps> furniture moved by itself and objects levitated. Whoa. A container of holy water placed near the boy smashed to the ground. <gasps> there was a report made by a reverend to the local newspaper um, that said Roland was examined by both medical and psychiatric doctors who could offer no explanation for the events. So, okay, this part's creepy to me. A person named Reverend Schultz arranged for the boy to spend the night at his home for quote unquote observation. Like, okay, that's so he had a 13 year old boy stay the night. I'm sure he was just observing him. Okay. (laughs) Fucking creepy. Just for observation. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, during the night, the reverend heard vibrating sounds coming from Roland's bed and scratching on the wall. An armchair in the room allegedly tipped over and blankets moved around the room of their own accord. Schultz concluded that evil was at hand and arranged for Roland to receive the Lutheran rite of exorcism. So Roland and his family were Lutheran. Mm. The case was then referred to a different reverend, a a Roman Catholic priest, who performed the exorcism on Roland at a hospital, at a, at a local hospital. Roland inflicted a wound on the reverend that required stitches. So then the exorcism was stopped and the boy was sent home. Roland developed strange welts all over his body. Yeah, I know. Like, this kid's too much for me. I just wanted to watch him sleep, but here we are. Um, Roland developed strange welts on his body while his family was on the way to St. Louis, where his cousin contacted one of his college professors. It was another reverend who in turn brought in his colleague, another reverend. Both priests visited Roland at his relative's home and witnessed furniture moving of its own accord. The boy's aversion (laughs) aversion to anything sacred and him speaking in a guttural voice. So I'm thinking Linda Blair from Exorcist. Yeah. Um, This person received permission from the archbishop to perform the exorcism in secret, provided that a detailed diary be kept. I don't know why it had to be secret, but... It was. So it, apparently it sounded like they just called in. They called in the cavalry. A bunch of people uh-huh. had to come and help do this. Um, so they kind of like had these people help them out. 
Um, let's see. Um, one of them reported that words such as evil and hell appeared on the boy's body during the exorcism. And at one point, the boy broke one of the priest's nose. <gasps> the ritual of exorcism was performed on the boy over 30 times over the course of several weeks. Oh, my God. So after all of that, after all this 30 times, it has a really boring ending. After the final exorcism was over, he was fine. <laughs> Seriously, it worked. It the, worked. the Doe family was no longer troubled and moved back to their home. Roland went on to become a successful and happily married man, father, and grandfather. So he like got yeah. had a happy ending. Yeah, the exorcism finally worked. But yeah, it was like, oh, all that. And I just figured he died or something. <laughs> I know. No? I was kind of like expecting like he was going to accidentally like. I don't know, get hurt somehow yeah, no. during I one mean, of these. I mean, I think they all got something. a little hurt, but nothing was <laughs> fatal, and he lived through it, and yeah. So it says, it goes on to say that nine priests and 39 other witnesses signed the final ecclesiastical papers documenting the experience. They all went on record, and they believe the case to be one of actual possession. There have been several investigations of the events over the years, lots of articles written, um, people dig it around. Um, one person thought that the boy was just spoiled and disturbed who threw tantrums <laughs> to He's get attention. <laughs> yeah, to get attention and get out of school. Um, but th yeah, like, so nine priests and th plus 39 other witnesses. So 48 people thought that it was a r the real deal, the witnesses. Wow. Um, so we don't know, obviously, if it's true or false, but it turned out to be a great story and turned into the Exorcist movie. So. And it's been super duper successful. Obviously, yeah. they changed it a little. Uh -huh. The the actress in the movie was a a girl. Yeah. Um. So they took some liberties, but it's overall came from that story. So that's just one of a ton of possession stories I came across. So I thought that was that would align well with Ricky's. Yeah, definitely. Ricky's that's, favorite movie. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So pretty exciting. Wow, <laughs> that is a good one. Yeah. Oh man. That, that makes me want to hear like so many more. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, from like the 1500s, there was documentation of, I mean, it's wild. So, yeah. Did it seem like, uh, what was I going to say? The, so he did have like things actually kind of like appear on him. Mm -hmm. On his um, skin, like words appeared. Okay, he had welts. Um, welts. So I don't know that a boy could just be throwing a tantrum and make that happen. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I've seen the word evil on children, though. They <laughs> pissed me off enough. The word evil has popped up in like my brain. <laughs> Damien and his hair splits in the back and it says six, six, six. Oh, on yeah, his head. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that from that the, Omen? That the Omen? Yeah. yeah. It's all for you, Damien. <laughs> oh, that could have been a movie quote yeah. question. Uh, I have a bunch of we'll do that sometime. We'll do some movie quote trivia. Yeah, that'd oh. be fun. Yeah. Um, have you watched any uh, horror movies? since we talked to Ricky? No, I've been busy doing stupid adult things. Mm -hmm. um, so no, I haven't. But I, yeah, The Exorcist is the top of my list. And he had a couple recommendations that I would like to take yeah. him up on. So um, I have the next couple days off and I would love to watch one them. One that uh, I mentioned to him, uh, The Fog. Mm -hmm. You were kind of talking about how the priests have like diaries and stuff. That's yeah. kind of what happens in The Fog. Okay. Is that a priest figures out like his uh, grandfather kept diaries and he found out that he like killed a bunch of people and okay. stuff and it's, it's a good movie I, I really liked that one I recommend that one I hadn't seen it before and 
Um, I've been really on an old horror movie <laughs> kick. Yeah? Yeah, like ones from like the 50s, 60s, 70s, awesome. uh, 80s. The, the women in the old ones always crack me up. They're always like <laughs> running from something and they're like, I'm so tired. They just and then like, they like they lay like down faint and, yeah, on they, a fainting couch. They just always act so oh. hysterical. <laughs> they put the back of their hand on their forehead. Like, oh. I'm I verklempt. Need, I need to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then dude's like, oh, God, I gotta carry this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I would have left her. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty comical. Yeah, it cracks me up. And like the music and stuff and all of them is like, <laughs> you know, there's like a full like fucking symphony. Yeah. Just playing like a, yeah. through the whole entire movie. And I'm like, yeah. they didn't stop. They played, the music changed as they're walking, running, and it just cracks me up. I love it. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good vibe. That's a good one. Man. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. That was a good, yeah, that was really good. Well, okay. should we? Is there anything else for this one? Let's see. Uh, check something real quick. Do you, we haven't been going super long? We could add one more thing, okay? If you wanted. Um, do you? We started uh, answering some questions from an email. Do you want to do his? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Okay, since we're talking horror movies anyways. Yeah, can end with let's those. do that. That's good. Um, so a uh, regular listener, Chris, sent us an email that had a bunch of cool ideas uh, for things to talk about or play on the podcast. Yeah. And he sent us a gory movie question. And the question was, here, I'm going to pull up the actual question. It was... Do you have it? Like, Yeah, well, I don't have it word for word, but it was it like... It was basically, if, who would you star in a horror movie with? It and was what... Yeah, if you could pick any actor to be in a horror movie that mm-hmm. you... Like, any actor that you could cast. Yeah, or celebrity or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it didn't have to be an actor. Any, any celebrity um, that you would cast in a horror movie, who would you choose? And then what would the plot be? And then we added a little twist and said we would pick one who's dead and one who's alive. Yes. So, like, two different yep. answers. I have two answers. Yep. Do you want to go first, or do you want me um, to? Sure, I'll go. I'll yeah, go. It's, Let's your, do... it's your week. So. Okay, okay, <laughs> sounds good. So, for the dead celebrity, I spent so much time trying to come up with this, and I had a hard time narrowing it down, mm-hmm. but the person I came up with that felt the most right in my bones mm-hmm. was Ronnie James Dio. So, he's not alive anymore, but he was, mm-hmm. you know, the Dio that you you know who your Jenny's face is I know, confused, I'm trying, but she know, so he's is? a musician. He is he sang Rainbow in the Dark. He was in Black Sabbath. Oh, okay. He was I, in I a band him. called Rainbow. Okay. He died. Oh, I don't know, a handful of years ago from stomach cancer, I think. Mm-hmm. And he he was a legend, and he was the guy that came up with the metal horns. Oh, okay, okay, I know who you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, he had dark curly hair. He always like wore leather. He he was Alice Cooper esque. He didn't wear the makeup, but he had like always wore leather, black, mm. dark hair, and he yeah he was epic. And he yeah I thought him starring in a horror movie would be amazing, but I think he would be the good guy. Because he was such a wholesome, cool dude. He sang amazingly. He was known for being really, like, big-hearted, did a lot of things for people, was always welcoming to fans. One of those people that if there were 100 people waiting to get his autograph, he would meet every single one of them. And just a really welcoming, cool dude. 
and he sang some of my favorite songs, and he's been in some of my favorite bands. So I thought that he would be cool, and with his kind of like coming up with the whole, I mean, you, every concert you go to, you see people throw the yeah. the metal horns in the air, and he claimed to come up with that. I do he it in actually, almost every picture. <laughs> yes, yeah. And he, he actually said that his grandma came up with it. I forget where his grandma was from and what his um, what his heritage is, but his grandma used to do that and say that it was fighting off evil spirits. Oh. Interesting. So he kind of came up with that and brought it into the like rock and roll world. And so I thought he could fight e- evil in my movie. So mm-hmm. he would be the good guy fighting evil. And I picture an evil dead type plot where it's kind of funny. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's horror, but it's really cheesy. And he's fighting against evil. So he's in some evil dead type creepy place and he's mm. fighting the plants that are coming at him <laughs> and the hands that are coming through the floor and the blood that's raining from the sky he's so like is he trying to save it. you um, or protect you oh we're in the movie together yeah he's oh, starring with you I you're the that. other star oh hell yeah <laughs> yeah he's my knight in shining armor uh-huh. and he's gonna his badass voice <laughs> is gonna is gonna like scare off all the the evil so yeah he's my he's my dead person that I would cast that's a good one. Do you want to hear my dead person? Yeah, and then do you your dead person, okay. and then let's do the live one. So for my dead celebrity, if I was going to star in a horror movie, uh, I picked Vincent Price. Ooh, Because good one. he is, like, the king of horror, and one of the kings of horror. I very first scary movie I ever saw was House on Haunted Hill. Um, and I've always thought his voice was kind of soothing and kind of creepy at the same time. Yeah. He seemed like he was, I've read a lot about him. Um, he was a big dog guy. He was Aww. a gourmet cook. It just seemed like his, um, I think his daughter, I think her name is Victoria. Uh, she runs like all his social media stuff, keeping him al- his memory alive yeah. and everything. And, cool. uh, if I, it would be kind of house on haunted hill esque. Mm-hmm. Him guiding me probably through a haunted house. Okay. Like, I decide to go explore a haunted house, and I take, like, basically an expert to kind of guide me through it, and then there's just evilness throughout. Cool. That would be uh, who I would pick. Nice. Of a dead celebrity. And I just, I always kind of have a fascination with, like, haunted houses. Yeah. It's, I don't, I just love them. Like, and real life haunted houses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real, and then yeah. movies, and. Okay. Um, I even have like kind of like a weird recurring, it's not even really a nightmare because it's a, you like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It, it's where I'm in a haunted house Cool. and I sometimes get excited. I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I don't even want to wake up. This is a fun little haunted house that I'm going through. Awesome. Yeah. So that is who I would pick for that. Cool. One. <laughs> I love it. All right. Who's okay. your live one? My live. Okay. I'm kind of cheating. If I have to pick one, I will, but I have a tie. That's okay. Okay, I have a tie, and there's a reason, because they have similar qualities. There's no rules. Okay. (laughs) All right, the alive. I am tied between Willem Dafoe or Jack Nicholson. Either one of them, because they have the, like, big grin. Yeah. That could be kind of, like, creepy. I mean, he was in The Shining with his big-ass grin. Oh, God, me too. one of my all-time favorites. And he was the Joker with his big-ass grin. Yes, oh, I love that. And Willem Dafoe is the bad guy in every fucking movie, mm-hmm. TV show ever. And he's always, like, has that, like, creepy big grin. Yeah. Just naturally big grin. <laughs> and so I think both of them would be good. So either one of them, again, for the same reasons. Okay. With their big grin and their ability to play, like, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. 
So they would be the the bad guy in my movie. And I picture them being a murderous, crazy person, kind of like Jason Mm -hmm. or Freddy or, you know, something like that where they are chasing me down and I'm running for my life. Because I think they, I I don't like, I love them both as actors. Uh I think they're great. And I think that they have the ability to do more than just be creepy. But I just, I picture them being really good at, like chasing me with their big smile and that's freaking awesome. me the fuck out. So yeah, that that's my answer. All right. Mine I didn't pick an actor. I picked a celebrity. Okay. And to be more specific, I picked a comedian. Okay. So just cuz I'm a big fan of him and I thought like I was I was thinking about this a lot, Chris. I I pondered it for a while. And my husband kind of helped me come up with it. Uh I, the movie would be Kind of more like a southern, like voodoo kind of Ooh, witchcraft theme. Okay. And my co-star, and we'll just say he also plays my lover in the movie because I think he's pretty hot. <laughs> I'd play it with Theo Vaughn. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> he's from Louisiana okay. and Cajun country that and works. stuff, and it'd be like kind of a southern voodoo witchcraft thing. Okay. And yeah, I just think that I I haven't seen a lot of horror movies like that. So, so would he be? the bad guy or would you be with him like we running just, from we the would bad be guy? in love oh that's and right you said you're we'd love be interest. like trying to get away from okay whatever is happening i didn't okay. think too hard about the plot i kind of knew kind of the theme of what i wanted okay. it to be that's fair. but yeah that's fair and then i'd get to make out with the ovon in a movie <laughs> so because <laughs> i you, think he's so cute would you run your fingers through his mullet i would i would pay so much money to run my fingers through his <laughs> mullet <laughs> he is like he looks good with a mullet even with I've seen pictures of him with like short hair. Yeah. And I'm like, he looks way He pulls it off for sure. Yeah. He pulls it off. It looks so good. Yeah. That's true. And I just enjoy him anyways. I don't know if he's a horror fan by any means, but I just feel like he'd kind of fit the character for the theme of the movie. And if I could be in a movie with him, I would do it. Shout out to Theo. Yeah. We love Theo. Love you, Theo. He's the best. (laughs) Okay. All right. Cool. Well, that was episode five, everybody. I hope you guys enjoyed Ricky. I hope you enjoyed the surprise topic. Um, again, be sure to go follow Ricky on TikTok if you aren't already. His username is at Ricky666, and it's spelled out S-I-X three times, which I know he said uh, during the conversation, but just a reminder. Um, and then go subscribe to his YouTube page and keep an eye out for merch. Buy that merch. Yeah. Um, and, and our stuff. Yes. Don't forget to follow us. (laughs) I forgot about us. (laughs) We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. And we are on Twitter. Um, And don't forget to email us if you have uh, any follow-up about possession. You got horror movie recommendations. Anything you want us to pass along to Ricky. Uh, Anything Anything at all. Gross. Anything gross, gory, embarrassing. Yeah. Whatever you want. Questions. You could um, anonymously confess to something. Yeah. Anything you Tell want. Tell us an embarrassing story or something. We're your therapist, basically. Yeah. But I'm down to not be a really. therapist. I don't want to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> we won't give solid advice, but we'll try. <laughs> we'll give fake medical advice. Fake. <laughs> All right. So we will see you guys next week. All right. Stay gory. Stay gory, gore whores. What? Did I just... Gore Did we just name good. our fans? Gore Horse, that's perfect. That just came out. <laughs>
That's perfect. You looked at me and I was like, <laughs> we both are just strong. Gore horse. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Gore horse. I like it. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.